With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back to the Turf Show Times radio podcast with a host. Uh, that would be me, Kenneth Arthur, a writer at TurfShowTimes.com, which is where you almost certainly are. I guess you could be getting this downloaded directly to your devices, but some of you are listening directly on the website, TurfShowTimes.com. A website is accessed through the internet, which has been around for, I guess, almost basically three decades now. And it is a solid form of communication, especially while the world is shut down. Uh, speaking of shutdown, if you're looking for a shutdown cornerback by the L.A. Rams in the 2020 NFL Draft, uh, you may be able to look in the third round with Terrell Burgess pot- potentially, um, but if you're not, but if you were looking at in the fourth round with pick 136, sorry, you got a um, not a shutdown, but an open up tight end in Bryson Hopkins out of Purdue. So with that, the Los Angeles Rams, uh, I playfully call them the L.A. Rams, shortening that all Los Angeles to just take one letter from each of those two words and slam them together to make a word called L.A. Rams select tight end Bryson Hopkins with the 136th pick of the 2020 NFL draft. And that happened after they were pick 126. They make a trade down 10 spots with the Houston Texans. Their second trade with the Texans here in the last couple of weeks after sending Brandon Cooks to Houston. They make a trade. They pick up two seventh rounders. So luckily I'll have more to say later on, even more than planned, um, by them picking up an additional pick because they added two picks, actually. So that will potentially happen later. Hopefully they trade up or something or uh, trade some of those picks away. But in the meantime, they select Bryson Hopkins. And this was a surprise to people because Bryson Hopkins is a tight end. What tight ends do the L.A., I hope that catches on, Rams have at present? Well, they have Tyler Higby, a fourth-round pick in 2016, who they liked so much that they signed him to a contract extension last year. So they definitely have a number one tight end, and that is for the all-important future. And they have Gerald Everett, a second-round pick in 2017. Of course, Everett will be a free agent in a year, so hence maybe picking up a replacement for Gerald, which I like to call him Gerald, Everett. And that would be in perhaps in Bryson Hopkins. They also have Johnny Munt, um, you know, a nice blocking tight end there for the L.A. Rams. So that would give them Tyler Higby, Gerald Everett, Johnny Munt, and Bryson Hopkins. But in addition to that, they have a couple of guys lower on the depth chart, Kendall Blanton and Ethan Wolf. So I guess at the moment they have six Uh, To which the Chicago Bears say, ha, 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 you have so few tight ends. But as I said, this is uh, the type of year for tight ends where they're, you know, they're just going all over the place. They're, I think they're getting drafted higher, and I think that they are being able to, um, 
getting more money in free agency. Hunter Henry garnered the Baltimore Ravens a second-round pick. Not Hunter Henry. Uh, Hayden Hurst garnered the Baltimore Ravens a second-round pick from the Atlanta Falcons because they lost Austin Hooper to the Cleveland Browns for you know $40 million, $10 million a year. Uh, pretty sweet deal for an Austin Hooper, you know, and then they take on uh, Her- uh, I just Hayden Hurst. All these guys have an H. And Hopkins is no different. So we have to talk about what everyone has been talking about, which is that what is going on with all these tight ends who have H names. You know, this is something that has uh, sort of grabbed the headlines quite a bit um, this year. Like everywhere you look, it's all about tight ends with the name and having an H in their name. And it's sort of blowing everybody away because we're all saying like, whoa, 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 what's going on? I need to go up on all the news. And you're always on uh, old HTTPS uh, colon backslash backslash old dot reddit dot com slash backslash r backslash um, tight end H. Uh, I thought they should have called it H tight end. But anyway, tight end H and backslash new and you're always just updating it to like we're always hitting refresh to see is there another tight end with an h name is there another tight end with an h name and that's what everyone's doing all the time around the world it's a world epidemic is uh tight end h names so to look around it i mean we're talking about uh chris herndon of the new york jets austin hooper now of the cleveland browns Hopkins now with the L.A. Rams, um, which is one that a lot of people talk about. Jeff Heurman of the Denver Broncos is one that uh, comes up constantly. Hunter Henry is leading the NFL in H names for tight ends at two, which is just nuts. I mean, Hunter Henry, Hayden Hurst is obviously tied with him now on the Atlanta Falcons. Josh Hill, O.J. Howard... Tyler Higby, Jacob Hollister. This is blowing people's minds, and uh, we're having a hard time even getting other news because it's all that anybody wants to talk about, understandably, um, is just how there's all these tight ends that have an H name, and that it can be hard uh, for people recording these audio files, podcasts, basically, to get it all clear. And if that wasn't enough, guess what? Harrison Bryant was a fourth-round pick of the Cleveland Browns, so now they have Hooper and Harrison. Hunter Bryant from Washington hasn't been drafted as I've uh, been reading this. And Albert Okwagunumudum. That's not an H, but uh, it is increasing the number of tight ends with an O in their name. As to Bryce Hop- Bryson Hopkins, he's a tight end out of Purdue, which is in the Big Ten. He's 6'4", 241 pounds. He ran a 4.66 40-yard dash, had a 33-and-a-half-inch vertical jump. His broad jump was just under a, a full 10 freaking feet, uh, four inches under that. And, you know, this guy's dad was a Pro Bowl offensive lineman for the Tennessee Titans by the name of Jim. I don't remember uh, what the uh, papa's name was. All of you out there are... Listening to this, I'm sure you're already so upset 
with my style and the way that I speak and the way that I approach this. So prepare to get more upset that I don't remember the Hopkins father name. We go with Matt. Anyway, uh, he was projected by Lance Zierlein to go, you know, rounds four to five. And this is where he goes here in round four. So, you know, right in the, right in the middle of that little projection. So, uh, and you guys remember Kevin James? And so I think as far as that goes, but a lot of what people can worry about in regards to Bryson Hopkins is that, um, you know, he has an issue with uh, catching the pass. He's the opposite of a uh, DeAndre Hopkins, and he's in a little inconsistent with his pass catching abilities. Although, you know, in, in high school, Bryson Hopkins was focused more on basketball, even though his dad, you know, was this NFL player. And I don't know what it's like to have a dad who's an NFL player. My dad uh, worked in, a, in an office, and so he his dad worked in a different office, and that was called. Uh, 100, 100 yards front to back, and it's something amount of feet uh, left to right, and every 10 yards there's a dash, and there's two goalposts, and that's what I call the American sport of football. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And so uh, that was his papa, and instead he said, no, I want the hard court and the nets. Um, I want to be on the Brooklyn Nets one day. And so he decided to do that, but then uh, I think he realized maybe his uh, real future would be in football and that there would be more opportunities and money there. So Bryson Hopkins only played for two years uh, in high school football, and then, uh, and then he goes to Purdue, which is not a typically strong football program that produces a ton of NFL talent. But, you know, he had the gifts physically and athletically to uh, clearly stand out among his peers. And he had, a, he had a papa who, you know, was able to give him tips about how to be a pro. And this is the second um, papa-related draft pick that the L.A. Rams, L.A., I love it. It just comes right off the tongue comes right off the tongue. Uh, this is the second Papa-related pick that they have made as one of their other draft picks was also uh, fathered by a person who was in the NFL. And the other person, which is like a question that people have asked me every day since I've been at Turf Show Times, even though this just happened over the uh, weekend, uh, these draft picks, you know, was uh, Van Jefferson, which I believed I, in my head. I was like, yeah, that's the answer. Uh, but I remember Sean Jefferson, an NFL receiver for 13 years. And Bryson Hopkins, you know, his dad was in the NFL also for like a decade or whatever. And he, So these guys have gotten a little bit of a heads up uh, their whole lives about the ways to prepare and stuff like that. And I don't know if that's related to less need in Sean McVay's plan here to get guys who maybe – I feel like there has to be something good about getting guys who 
maybe need a little less coaching up, maybe need a little less guidance and can always like be at home, you know, like if, Hey, while we're at home with our families, you know, these guys are with family members who are like, well, look, when you get into the first uh, month, it's going to be like this. And when you get into the second month, it's going to be like this. So we're going to have you do this, this, and this. And look, NFL teams are going to do that for all their players, but how many of them are going to have actual NFL veterans right there, by their side on the phone on FaceTime all the time, willing to talk to them about this process and that process. It's not every prospect that, you know, has an NFL Papa. And so, you know, Bryson Hopkins, uh, we call him Bryson Popkins. It's funny because his comp here of Jared Cook is sort of what I was thinking, which makes sense because it's a comp. Uh, and so, Jared Cook, you know, again, a guy who, when you watch him now with the Saints especially, just looks like an elite tight end sometimes, but it's very inconsistent. But you just look at the body and the, you know, but the, I think the hope is, you know, for Bryson Hopkins is can he just improve the catching ability and, you know, having an NFL offensive lineman father, the blocking, uh, can he be out there? This is a guy that may be more of a a receiver in uh, in the slot sense. Um, and they're looking at it not next season, perhaps all the time with uh, as I, as opposed to I think Cam Akers uh, and Van Jefferson, you know. But it could be between Van Jefferson and Bryson Hopkins who comes out of uh, a training camp situation, a preseason situation, looking like he's better for two or three targets per game, um, or maybe they both do. But like it's just going to be a situation I think where two years down the line when Gerald Everett is gone, Bryson Hopkins, so long as he can uh, improve his catch rate, uh, could be out there quite a bit more. Uh, As a senior last year, he did catch 61 passes for 830 yards and seven touchdowns and was an All-American. And um, these these are very uh, quality things to have. Although, you know, the reasons that, you know, he was a fourth round pick as opposed to you know a first or second round pick being that nobody none of these tight ends uh the first off the board being Cole Komet uh out of Notre Dame being that none of them stood out as a well-rounded player as a receiver and, and blocker and all that kind of stuff but I think when you look at recent drafts with tight ends the the NFL hasn't been that great a judge of their abilities and I think that's another thing to potentially look for because all the tight ends that I can think of drafted in the last five or six years, uh, not you know, there was plenty of examples that clearly went too low and clearly went too high. I can immediately think of the Baltimore Ravens simply just getting the order wrong when they drafted Mark Andrews and Hayden Hurst in, uh, a couple of years ago because they drafted Mark Andrews in the fourth round and they drafted Hayden Hurst in the first round and clearly Mark Andrews was the better of the two and now Hayden Hurst still requires a second round pick in compensation uh, for to acquire his services. But George Kittle was a fifth round pick. Uh, Austin Hooper was a third round pick. Mark Andrews was a third round pick. I just said fourth. Uh, Hunter Henry was a second round pick. Tyler Higby was a fourth round pick. Jesse James was a fifth round pick. CJ Uzuma was a fifth round pick. I mean, these are these are helpful players. Nick Boyle, you know, great blocking tight end, maybe the best blocking tight end. He also plays for the Baltimore Ravens. Was a fifth round pick. Um, there's some really good players there. Not going going in this range where Bryson Hopkins goes, albeit, again, not in the strongest tight end class, as opposed to, you know, how do you, how do you feel about TJ Hawkinson? Only one year, but how did you feel about it? Because he was one of the highest drafted tight ends in NFL history uh, for the Detroit Lions, and things did not go well uh, after a strong start. O.J. Howard, 
uh, has not been uh, the elite tight end that many expected him to be in 2017. Uh, Noah Fant was a rookie uh, last year and still some time to see what's going to happen with him. Evan Ingram's been fine. Hayden Hurst, David Njoku has not been a strong uh, selection for the Cleveland Browns. Um, Hunter Henry's dealing with a lot of injuries uh, throughout his career, though he just got the franchise tag again. I think further emphasizing um, just where he was at uh, as far as that position being so strongly looked at right now. Mike Kosicki of the Dolphins two years ago. And I like to put L's at the end of the word ago. All it's actually it's actually the better way to do it. Gerald Everett was not as good of a pick as Tyler Higby. We came to find out eventually. Adam Shaheen. These are all the highest drafted tight ends. Not that great. Not at least what you might have expected. So, uh, you know, as far as Bryson Hopkins goes, going in this range, I think the NFL has not proven to be that strong at um, picking tight ends, honestly, in recent years. And I think that is something worth monitoring and keeping into consideration. And again, if Bryson Hopkins can improve as a pass catcher and, and as a blocker, uh, could certainly have a regular role with the L.A. Pass it along. Rams. This has been a draft podcast. My name is Kenneth Arthur, and I have another podcast called Goofballs, a football podcast. We talk to comedians about the NFL. That comes out every Wednesday. You can find it on podcast apps. This has been a Turf Show draft podcast. Grab, 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 grade. Oh, what's the grade for Bryson Hopkins? They picked a tight end in the in the fourth round who uh, I think will be an easy transition for next year. I don't grade picks because that doesn't make any sense. These guys don't know anything, but if I'm grading the LA Rams on uh, picking uh, players who have dads who played in the NFL at a high level, then I have to give this an A. That is undeniable that they did that with Bryson Hopkins.